0: with Hong Kong yeah 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 Ooh, yeah 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 oh, yeah 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 R-T-H-K, Radio 3
1: listening to Brunch with me, Noreen Mayer on this Thursday morning. Now let's turn to our next guest of today. In the next 15 minutes or so, we're talking to renowned theatre practitioner and also stage director, Frederick Mao who studied theatre and practiced professionally overseas and then later returned to Hong Kong as the head of acting at the School of Drama at the Hong Kong Academy of Performing Arts. And Professor Frederick Mao, who's also known as the godfather of drama, joins us now to talk about his upcoming production, Cantonese Opera Classics Circa 2023, uh, which will be a part of this year's Hong Kong Arts Festival. It'll be at the Koshan Theatre on the 10th and the 12th of March, so you'll be able to find out more about it by visiting uh, the Arts Festival website. And uh, Professor Mao, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you for inviting me. It's such a pleasure. We are live as well on Facebook, so I'd love for our listeners to join us there if you can. You'll be able to see and hear Professor Mao there. So take us back um, Professor Mao, um, how did you first get into uh, theatre and drama? Where did the interest well, begin? When
0: I was a ch- uh, ch- uh, in my childhood, uh, my parents, uh, uh, is a gift from my parents because uh, uh, they don't practice in theatre, but, but they love theatre. So they always brought me to, to go to see a live performance of, of all kinds. And one of them was the tra- traditional Chinese opera. Ah, so so that was uh, the, the seed the was, was, planted. was planted exactly. But for all these years, I was uh, studied and practiced Western theater, basically it's Western you know a tradition theater. And uh, then when I came back to Hong Kong, I realized that the 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 Chinese uh, theater, the Chinese traditional theater, is actually one of my roots you know so over the years when i practiced all, all kinds of theaters and uh, and i'm very very glad i had a chance to to start to invest my time and effort to to study and practice and produce chinese traditional opera that's an amazing
1: journey it's like almost going full circle exactly going back to the the seed that was planted so uh, describe uh, Cantonese opera Chinese opera to some of our listeners who may not be so familiar what are some of the elements what makes something Chinese opera that's right
0: that's right actually Cantonese opera is one of the major Chinese opera uh, in uh, traditional Chinese opera in China uh, as well as overseas because this is uh, the, the opera represented southern Chinese uh, right. Culture, you know, and then you, as you know, uh, the most immigrants in the early years is is from from uh, Canton from, Canton, from, from yes. the Southern China, you know, and so so actually the. Overseas, there's many, many Chinese people are already uh, in,
1: familiar.
0: familiar and, and always uh, in love with the uh, Cantonese opera. So uh, in Hong Kong, of course, it has been a very popular theater for a long time. And even these days, under the, the support by the government, uh, that there's a still very, very active, but. But time changed. So I am interested in the change and the new future, the new development of Cantonese opera. So it becomes a still kind of, want to keep it as a, a popular traditional Chinese theater.
1: Um, what are some of the special features of Cantonese opera then? Now,
0: uh very interesting because there's some Chinese operas has uh developed for a long time and has a very uh, deep roots in their uh in the forms and the the st- the playing the style uh for example like Kunqu uh and as well as the Chinese Peking opera, yes. you know. And it's very full and very rich and uh, built up through generations of artists. Chinese, Chinese opera is very interesting. It also has been sub, uh, developed by the generations of artists, but it's always very open-minded. You know, from the very day one, they absorb all kinds of different elements Themes. of, uh, of uh, even playing uh, styles from the north, from the different uh, uh, different kinds of Chinese opera as well as the Western. Influence. So, for example, music. Cannonese opera is the first one used violin.
1: Really? Yes,
0: even today. Still now. Still now, because it developed, becomes one of the special. Yes. Touch, you know, touch uh, of yeah. that, and and also our um, our pioneers in the Cantonese opera, they they are very bold. They were very bold. They did, when they like Shikokshin and Masichang, yes. you know. They they saw the Western uh, Hollywood uh, movies. They brought it right to the Hong Kong and make into Cantonese opera.
1: That's right. And what's really progressive about Cantonese opera? I remember watching it with my papa when I, uh, on 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 TVs. Yeah. You know, somewhat yeah. incorporated. Um, f- uh, female would play male lead. That's right. And that's right. That's the f-
0: famous actor uh, Yam Kim Fai, Fai and yeah. Bak Susin. Ba Su-Sin. Oh, well, you know. That's so progressive thing- and
1: ahead of its times. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So when you, did you uh, study, I mean, how long did you have to dedicate to study or are you still learning and still studying? Well,
0: I, um I, I learned by through, first by as, a, as a audience and then when I grew up, I, I maintained my interest so I won't. Naturally, we study, but not officially to, to study the art form, but but absorb all kinds of things. So so by now, I, I know um, very well what I can do is that I should use the modern theatre knowledge yes. and skill and technique and to implant into the Cantonese opera and to help us to develop, further develop. And I have the very good recent experience with it. So that's why I'm I, I, I determined to, to go on to, to do this, uh, this take the, take on this task.
1: Absolutely. And what better way than to be involved in this year's art festival, which you'll be incorporating a, a lot of modern techniques uh, along with a Cantonese opera. So tell us about your upcoming production, right. which is called Cantonese Opera Classics Circa 2023.
0: Right. Yeah. Now it, it composes of uh, three uh, uh, short pieces. And each piece is from the classical Cantonese opera, uh, very famous pieces, uh, especially there's one is a typical Yam uh, ba uh, play, and Hong Lee ge But every piece, I choose different uh, tactic to approach it. One, I, I maintain the traditional uh, style as much as I can and enrich it Enrich it, it and make it into a typical uh, stylized uh, Cantonese opera performance. Uh, so those so nobody were misunderstood, understood that I was trying to. Is try to uh, yeah, opera. yeah. And then the second one, Cantonese opera, but I develop, I want to seek the development of the characters, especially the characters has a very internal conflict that usually in the opera you you don't see it. And this has to be uh, push the actors to develop further and enrich the performance. So another one. The third one is even more funny is that I put a modern person into this traditional play, and then what is the modern young girl will react to the piece? So it's a combined of a, a two point of view a modern. A, a, a way to, to view it as well as in, in costumes. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That's amazing. I mean, where did this idea come from? It's <laughs>
0: <laughs> from because it's it's my years and years of practice in the theater, yes. and that to this point, what is theater is good about is you always keep it creative.
1: And pushing those boundaries yeah, yeah. and surprising the yeah, audience. Yeah,
0: because that's what audience wants, and especially I want to reach the the modern and you know, the contemporary audience, especially the young audience.
1: Absolutely, because I think there are stories which people always know, but when you go to a theatre, you want to see the director's representation yeah. of something. We all know the story of the Three Little Pigs, but it's so interesting it's, to exactly. see how somebody comes up with a creative way to, to represent it. Yeah, and I'm yeah. sure that's uh, exciting for the for the younger audience. Um, what's your take on uh, the Cantonese opera with the young audience? Um, um, is it is it quite well known?
0: It, uh, uh, yes, because uh, to, uh, a couple of years ago I did a a a, a opera, a full scale big production, and exactly I approach it in a, a modern approach. Not the pa- playing; the playing is a traditional Canonese opera. But I checked, I, I I examine the the script, the acting, the direction, the production. The music, everything, and it creates a show called "A uh, Pavilion of a Hundred Flowers," and it was so successful. So many young audiences came to see it. So Hong Kong Arts Festival uh, has a rerun the next year. It's the first time in forty-seven years
1: to rerun. The first
0: time, wow. The forty-seven years, the only time they rerun the show because they thought we brought in a new audience, and that's what the arts Fest- festival for.
1: And exactly. that's what it's all yeah. about. So that's oh. why
0: they want me to continue to do this work, you know. This is a small scale production, short, but very interesting, as I told you, and uh, has different elements. So I wish the people who are any interest in the Canonese opera, the new canonies opera, do come.
1: Did it surprise you to see the the reaction with the young audience?
0: Uh, at first, yes. At first, and especially interesting, some people came to me to say, "Oh, you know, I don't, I never saw Canonese opera, but this one." I think I like I like it because it's like I'm um, watching a Shakespeare, <laughs> a good story, good play, good uh, you know drama, you know.
1: Yeah. What are some of the perceptions people have of Cantonese opera?
0: Now, because the Cantonese opera, especially the Hong Kong Cantonese opera, I, that's all I can say is uh, they they maintain very well the tradition, but the, on the other hand, they don't try to change anything, and that is there's a danger there because. You know, generation after generation, you cannot repeat the same thing at the same height, right? So, so in a way, is is some even their professional people, they themselves uh, admit that it somehow is fading. You know, even though there are many people who love it and support it, but it's fading. So, so they can only remain the older audience.
1: Yeah. And, yeah, and unfortunately, with an aging population, I mean, there is the audience there, yeah. but it's also attracting the, the new audience um, as well. That's, yeah. that's yeah. important. Yeah. Otherwise, so you need to continue. Exactly.
0: For example, one of the young audience would would tell me this. I don't go to see it because, first of all, uh, it's too long. <laughs> it used to be three, four hours. Who wants to see a play now for three, four hours? The so, attention
1: span yeah. is already... So I,
0: I did it in two and a half hours, two hours, within two hours. You know, this makes difference. Of course, it's the rhythm, the playing is very important. And the second thing is that they said we, we don't understand what they're singing. So you have to come to see it. Gradually, like me as a child, I gradually learn to appreciate it and then in love with it. And then I would, I would care about it, right? Yeah. And that's why I want to do it. As a theatre practitioner, what challenges do
1: you face in maintaining the tradition of Cantonese opera, but also incorporating new elements so that you can attract people? Where's the balance?
0: This is a very good question. And this is, I can talk for an hour, but, but in, a, in brief, I would say, uh, the tricky thing is that you have to know the tradition. You have to know and respect the tradition. And you, 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 you're actually trying to, to how do you make it more alive you know it's not to just repeat the tradition but make it alive then you in then you inject the new elements to 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 stir up in you know, how to play like for example i say uh i, I told the actors i said i want subtext now uh, you know, I, I don't want to just uh, acting the, on the service, you know, love and hate and anger, you know. all What's the, the stylizer. Uh, the stylizer is a part of the performance uh, scale, you know, but I want the, the more depth. Uh, that can relate the modern audience.
1: Yeah. What sorts of challenges do the actors face because they come in and they're having to incorporate uh, the Cantonese opera tradition, but also having to act in a modern way? Um, how how do they navigate this new it role? It is hard.
0: It is hard. So I have to work with people, especially younger uh, performers who are eager to learn and to develop themselves, to further develop themselves, and they uh, also to understand. Uh, the, the the benefit for them because I told them I said you know you it's not just I won't force you to play in a sort of Western style no 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 it's a, to enrich yourself yes. enrich yourself uh, for you as a performer as an artist you know uh, so it takes time and and is a, a it's not an easy uh, task yes and finally how can we encourage more young people to appreciate this art form well, I would like to, uh, first of all, to in, uh, attract them to see the show. And they, they must w- want to see something, oh, this I haven't seen it before, but interesting to see. Uh, for example, I, 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 some people, I, I told them, I said, I have a modern person, a contemporary person who jumped into the world of the Chinese opera story.